What's your dream job? I've got a few, but one is selling ice creams on the beach. Like, I mean right on the beach. Well, today's guest does exactly that, and he's been doing it on one of Australia's most famous beaches for 48 years. Before we get stuck into episode 427 of the award-winning small business big marketing show, I think it is about time you and I met. So if you're an Amex cardholder and can make your way to Melbourne on October 17 or Sydney on November 21, 2018, then we can do exactly that. You see, I'm emceeing a fantastic free event for American Express called the Idea Exchange. Basically, it's a panel of four of Australia's best business minds, headed by Andrew Banks, who's one of the sharks from Shark Tank. And depending on which event you go to, other panellists include Vino Mofo's Justin Dry and Cargo Crew's Felicity Rogers, two past guests of this show. We'll discuss key aspects of running a small business and you get the opportunity to ask the hard questions. And topics are going to include how to attract and retain great people, how to manage your numbers, how to turbocharge your marketing. You can go to the toilet during that session because you know that you're a listener of this show and plenty more. Plus, you get to meet the panellists afterwards over a cheeky Pinot Grigio and a canapé or two. Should be a lot of fun. To grab a seat, the Brisbane event is already sold out. Head over to business.americanexpress.com.au forward slash idea exchange. And if you do come, make sure you come up and say good day. Welcome to a small business marketing show Where successful small business owners share their souls To take your marketing straight to the lead Now here's your host, Mr. Tim Reed. And welcome back to the Small Business Big Marketing Show I'm your host, Timbo Reed. You, infinitely more importantly, are a motivated business owner And you're ready to crank out some great marketing to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Big show today. We get schooled in customer service, amongst other things, by a fellow who's been selling drinks and shaved ice for 48 years on one of Australia's most popular and famous beaches. Another listener wins big in the monster prize draw thanks to a very, very simple landing page strategy. Hashtag genius. And this week's advertising jingle will have you waxing and polishing like you have never done before. As per usual, team, there is marketing G-O-L-D dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Righto, I reckon we launch straight into today's interview, in which I'm very excited to say I'm joined by one of my besties in Amanda Stevens, who was recently awarded the coveted title of Australia's Best Keynote Speaker of the Year. Well done, Steve-o. Love your work. And I also love having you as a co-host. She joins me um, as a co-host because she knows today's guest very well. So picture this. You're on Noosa Main Beach, one of Australia's most beautiful beaches. It's blistering hot 
on a summer's day, 35 degrees in the shade, you're thinking, geez, I'd kill for an iced bottle of cold water and a raspberry-flavoured shaved ice. You look up and just a few metres away is a quad bike towing a couple of carriages selling exactly that, manned by a salty old fella and a couple of gorgeous women in bikinis. Oh, how incredibly politically incorrect. Well, that business actually exists. It's been going for 48 years and is called Hey Bill. And today, you're going to meet the founder, Bill Watson, who shares his insights into business longevity, customer service, embedding yourself in the local community, and plenty more. I started off by asking Bill if he ever got sick of The View. Never, never, never. Uh, look, I, I just look so forward to going down there every day, sitting there and you might say I'm meditating um, and working at the same time. So, uh, like, I never, never get sick of it. Like, it, it changes every day. The only thing that I get uh, disillusioned is is when there's a boat in the bay. It's sort of like down at Byron Bay and you're sitting there and you've got the island out there, you'd think a tugboat would come past and drag it away, wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get disillusioned. So tell me, let's go back all the way back to the start. Okay. Uh, where, why? Why did you start this business 48 years ago? Well, actually, Tim, like it was like this. Um, I was more or less, you might say, just hanging around and uh, I was sleeping in the back of my car for about seven months. And I woke up one morning and I said, geez, I better get up and start doing something. So um, I thought, what can I do? And being an old fruiter from uh, Sydney uh, around at Bondi Junction, we used to have fruit barrows when I was a kid. So I said, oh, look, it'd be a good chance to go up and get some uh, oranges and I'll sell oranges. And so that's what I did. And then somebody said, well, you know, can you get them alcoholic? I said, well, I don't know about that. So the next thing I know, like I've taken my dog up to the vet and I've asked him for a hypodermic needle. Well, he's nearly fallen over, gone, oh, jeez, I don't know about that. But he did. So uh, then I've um, walked on. I've got to stop you there. What has the dog got to do with selling oranges in Bondi? At Bondi? Yeah. Oh, no, it gave me the idea of doing the, um, uh, now, like, of doing the vodka or injecting the vodka, see? So, like, I had to get I had to get the hypodermic off the vet. Bill, has the sun got to you? <laughs> yeah, hey, no, hey, not 48 yet. years later on the beach at <laughs> yeah, yeah, You got sunstroke today? No, not yet. No, but I forget where I am. <laughs> so, go back. So, you, have, you come from a family of fruiters selling, you're already oh, selling yeah, fruits. Genera- yeah. generation ago. You, you yeah, yeah, fruit yeah. Out of a barrow, so now you're selling shaved ice and yeah, drinks out of a barrow. And drinks so in the barrow, that's right. Um, not as. Uh, um, well, they were all horse-drawn burrows anyway, well, like until we got rid of the horses and then we had them around Bondi Junction and Six Waves right. and uh, Taylor Square in Sydney. And So, um, so what took you to Noosa? Is it, is it, like, where, did you have the idea before you left Bondi that you're going to start no, this? No, no, no. Look, I, I, I actually left um, um, Sydney or Bondi when I was 13 and two weeks old. I, I got a special exemption out of school to leave. Um, well, I was I was actually a good student, but I didn't want to be there. Don't make excuses. So the next, <laughs> so like the next thing, you know, like I'm away and I'm hitching up to Queensland. Right. Uh, but before I left, Mum said at the age of thirteen. Thirteen two weeks. Yes. You're hitching. Yeah, hitching. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, like I used to hitch everywhere. You know, like yeah. when I was a kid, well, you know, well, like now. Four nine and nooses, lazy one. Yeah, and the guy that picked me up, we got a spooting fine at Raymond Terrace, I can remember that. Right. Okay. At, uh, like up at Newcastle. So, what are we going to do? At 13 years old, you yeah. are taking off hitchhiking, yeah. leaving the family, yeah. coming with the intention of landing in Noosa? No. Where uh, were you going? Well, I was just hitching. And then, uh, and then I got on hitching, hitching to nowhere. <laughs> and landed in Noosa. Hitching and we're on a road to nowhere. <laughs> and and the guy I was with, I'll never forget his name. His name was uh, he was me. he was Greek. He was uh, Cathagoras. His name was. And um, so we've gone from there. And he said, "Oh, look, I'm going to Noosa." I said, "Oh, beauty, I've never been there." Did you say his name was Pythagoras. Pythagoras. Did, yeah. he, did he previously <laughs> previously invent the triangle? <laughs> <laughs> no, the tribute bloke he was. Right? So, yeah, but, sorry, I'm, I'm fascinated. No, but he took a detour to Noosa to the side because he couldn't go on a straight line. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't go on a straight line. Yeah. I like that. that one. Uh, <laughs> I knew I'd love having a co host yeah, yeah, in you, yeah, Steve yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, so like, we've landed in Noosa and uh, he, he, he stayed for, I don't know, a couple of weeks, I suppose. And then. Um, and then I was left there all by myself, not getting scared. Hang on, I just got. Am I missing something, Amanda? So you were thirteen At in Noosa. Thirteen and two weeks. And you didn't know well, anyone here. Well, the two weeks, and mm. they just you ran didn't it know down. anyone here. No, I didn't know anybody at all. Didn't know anybody at all. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just like I'll just go back a step. Uh, well, when I was leaving, Mum said, "Where are you going?" And I said, "Queensland," and she said, "What's up there?" And I said, "I don't know. I've never been there." <laughs> And she said, oh, well, look, the only thing I can think about is, um, what did she say? Yeah, Surface Paradise and um, Hayman Island. Right. I went, oh, terrific. Oh, well, there we go. So then... Uh, Where'd well, you stay on your first night? Oh, mate, on the side of the road. Second night? Uh, second night, we were here. Where? At uh, Noosa. Oh, no, I mean, once you got to Noosa and Pythagoras. Oh, Pythagoras. Pythagoras No, like, he he, uh, went because uh, I was talking to him and he had a a vision of becoming a a fisherman. (laughs) A mathematician. Which he actually did, (laughs) like, years years later. You hooked up with Anna Algebra? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. And now you... Okay, I'll just accept that for what it is. I'm just thinking at 13. I mean, yeah, my kids yeah. are not much older, and I just don't know whether yeah. they wouldn't let that happen. Well, but, uh, you found somewhere to live. Yeah, in a uh, caravan down in Thatcher's Caravan Park, which is uh, they call it the maze now down there on H right. Street. There, that was a big caravan park. Uh, you had a bit of dough. Oh, yeah, about oh, thirty dollars. Thirty so. bucks. Well, I don't think it was dollars. Sterling, yeah, pounds. It? Yeah, pounds. It didn't come in at sixty-six. But, well, whatever it was in pounds, yeah. So the next thing I know, like, I was there for about seven or eight weeks and then there was a knock on the door and I've opened up the caravan door and there they were. There was old man Thatcher and Sergeant Pascoe and the next thing he said, oh, hello, son. I said, oh, hello there. I said, what can I do? And he said, mate, he said, "Uh, have you got any rent for uh, Mr Thatcher? I went, rent? Do I have to pay rent? Thought the whole thing was free. Thought it was all free, mate. I was free. Kids, kids under 15 are normally free. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Yeah, so, uh, I, right you know, like, I stood there in horror, of course, and then the next thing I saw, well, look, I, I, I better go. Yep, yeah, you're just pushing your phone button, mate. Doesn't matter where we're going. Keep going. No, it's off. That's all right. Did you um, say the next thing, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the next thing... <laughs> Um, yeah, like I well back in those days there was no no, no uh, emails or anything. Of course, so like I sent a telegram, right, at great expense, 
And a couple of days later, another telegram arrived with the postal thing in it. Yeah. So, and then I cashed it in there. And From mum, mum? Mum sent you some money? Yeah. And yep. she sent me 50, well, 20, yeah. Fifty dollars, I thought. And uh, and so I've looked at the fifty dollars, and I've looked across the road to my caravan, and I said, "I'm out of here." I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about paying the rent. No, I'm off. <laughs> so, like, I went straight across to the van and picked up my bag and back up on the highway, and I hit to Darwin. Darwin. All the way to Darwin. It took me a week. Well, for and... overseas listeners, that is a long way. Basically, we're yeah. talking thousands of kilometres. Yeah. And, okay, so let's get back to Hey Bill because yeah, we could yeah, go yeah, on for your, on travel, your travel journey forever. At what yeah. point did Hey Bill become an idea? Uh, hey Bill, uh, when I was sleeping in the back of my car in, in, um, in Noosa Heads, of course, and I was living in the back of the car for seven months. You'd come back here? Yeah, I'd come back here from Darwin, uh, 1960, yeah. Christmas 1968, which, yeah, yeah, 68. And... Um, I was... Uh, I was eight months old. What about you? <laughs> not, <laughs> even. Not, not even. Not even. <laughs> Weren't even in consideration. No, not for a long time. Right long, long, yeah. long, long, so long time. then I was just sleeping in the back of the car and I thought, oh, look, I better do something. And then that, that that's where the fruit air uh, business come into it. And so I um, went over to Taunton, got a box of oranges, 88s, I can remember, because I used to uh, sell fruit. The old 88s, eh? The old 88s. I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that's 88 oranges Don't to worry. the case. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> 88 oranges. That's clever, Just a number, Tim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a number. <laughs> I've noticed Bill already is very specific. You know, he's 13 in two weeks yeah. when he moved uh, from Bondi. Uh, Bondi, yeah. Uh, 88s, the oranges. The oranges. Must have been oh, yeah. that time he spent with the mathematician. <laughs> yeah, 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 like on the way up. Pythagoras will do that too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to speed so it. Like, and then I went from there and I went over and got a box of 88s and I come back and uh, and then I got a Hessian bag off him, like an old carrot bag, Hessian carrot bag. And or I was just, it a carrot bag? Carrot bag? Was it a Hessian bag? No, uh, no, no, a carrot bag. No, I've not got, a carrot. I've got, I've got it. <laughs> yeah. And so, like the next thing I know, um, yeah, like I'm off selling oranges. Right. So uh, then I teamed up with another guy called Steve Varco. He was he was the first chef that I'd ever met. Um, like like I mean a real solid. You know, it'd yeah. It'd be like meeting John Lennon or something. You know, oh, wow. the professional. So the probably next not, thing probably wouldn't be like meeting John Lennon. No, that, that, well, that you would know, be amazing. Um, and this yeah. bloke was just a chef. Yeah, he was a chef, but yeah. geez, he was a good chef, Steve. Okay. <laughs> and this was before chefs were famous too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chefs no were celebrity famous. chefs back yeah. then. Yeah, no, mate, no, no, that wasn't. Right. It. So, like the next thing you know, so he used to come around with me, uh, walking around to to Alexander Bay, and we used to hang around the nude and. And do oh, all that. Oh, that's you know. inappropriate, Bill. I mean, this is yeah, a family yeah, show. Well, that, yeah, yeah. Well, there's just nothing wrong with it. Oh, well, like I say, it. You had a loincloth on. <laughs> yeah, well, like I could say, well, we were all walking around in our birthday suits. The old lottery phone, right? We were in our birthday suits. And, um, and so then we just used to hang around with all the other uh, people in their birthday suits. And, uh, and then I'd sell all the oranges. So then, then I'd, I'd come back and I'd load up again out of the car and uh, and, and one of the guys said, geez, it'd be good if they were cold. I went, oh, yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Where am I going to get a fridge from? So I ran into a local real estate agent, which uh, was known Bob Best, and he owned Noosa Real Estate. There was the only one there at the time, apart from Darren Grimes. And... Don't worry about your phone, Bill, just it'll... No. I, I know you, it's not a smartphone, yeah. that one. It's a, yeah. sort of an old Nokia. What would it be, 12 years old? Yeah, it's a Z. A Z, is it? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so you've met this bloke. He wanted cold oranges. All good. Uh, hey, Bill is born. 
Hey, so we, I don't think anyone would know that Hay Bill was born out of a nudist colony. No, well, that's uh, you know, it's just one of those things that you know, like that turned everybody on. And, and like, well, I'd probably use a different turn of phrase, Bill. When well, we're you know, there. like we're walking along with a hessian bag over your shoulder full of oranges, and then you know the old fellas hanging out, wobbling, and they're all going, "Mate, mate, what, what about this?" And then one guy was up in the crevice of the rocks. No, this is fair. He was up in the crevice of the rocks. Next thing you know, he sang out, "Hey, Bill! Hey, Bill!" And Steve Arco said to me, "He said, what a good name! What a great name! Name! What a name!" He so said, now we've learned already that uh, born out of a nudist colony, and the names come, come from up, some come. dirty old bugger up, up, up in the rocks. Yeah, up in the view of the rock, he was oh. up there with a little old uh, cup. Yeah, like the water used to trickle down, and everybody used to go in there with no clothes on and sip it like champ. <laughs> Honestly, this is a no, very no. serious marketing show, Bill. Oh, my people very listen good. to oh, sorry uh, about that. grow their businesses <laughs> and thrive. Well, anyway, where were we? On the nudist beach? Yeah, we're on the nudist beach. So, like, and that's that's how I was born. Hey, right. Bill was born uh, at Alexander Bay with uh, no clothes on. Right, OK. So you had to then bring that idea back down to Noosa Main Beach and put some clothes on. That's right. Put the loincloth back on. That's right. And the first iteration of Hey, Bill on Noosa Main Beach was what? A, um, a cart? wasn't a quad bike with two carriages, I'm guessing. No, it was still the um, uh, the Hessian bag there for quite a while. Ah. And just yeah. oranges? When did you yeah. diversify? Mm. Yeah, just oranges, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just oranges. The old 88s. The old 88s, yeah, you've got to have them there the right size, you know. So the next thing you know, I'm injecting with vodka. <laughs> and I tell you, I started to make money because uh, I was charging 20 cents, or two bob, uh, 20 cents now, uh, in those days, and uh, I'd put my hand out and I'd be shaking like this. So I'd yeah. say, how much, 20 cents? So, so then towards the end of the day, they'd be all on their hands and knees following me up. But you got any more oranges? More oranges? You got another orange there, Billy? <laughs> so only selling to the uh, over-18s, of course. Oh, yeah. No, 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 anyone. Anyway. No, the kids, yeah, the kids, yeah. So the kids loved them. They kids injected loved. with vodka. Yeah, yeah, but they wouldn't have known. This anyway. is before the liquor license. The original, uh, what are they, Elko Pops? Doesn't one of your uh, girls who work for you, yeah, father, father owns, owns it? Yeah. Elko Pops. Elko Pops, yeah. It's all just a circle, this whole thing, isn't it? it all, yeah, look, it's all evolved. It's like a circle that. of nudity and underage drinking. Nudity, yeah, underage, underage drinking. drinking. Oh, God, Blokes no. in cracks. No, no, it's, in cracks. it's not where I expected this interview <laughs> to go, Bill. <laughs> no, this is well, I'm... Goodness I, me. I can, well, I can clean it up straight away. <laughs> so, Bill, I, 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 the question I want to know is obviously yeah. being... Um, growing up in Noosa and seeing Hey Bill is... Back then it was an iconic brand. Did you yeah. have any idea that it was going to have the longevity that it has? I Look, that's one of the questions I've been trying to answer myself. No, look, I, I didn't have any idea in the world that this was ever going to be as far as I've come Your life, today. your life's yeah. work. Yeah, my life's work. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, and I just have to enjoy it as long as it is, you know, so, yeah. So, so sitting with a uh, fellow with Bill yesterday on the beach talking about your life's work and leaving a legacy, and he made a pretty good point, this fellow Michael that we were talking to. Oh, yes, Michael, yes. And he said, you know, we're all here, we, 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 you know, we're t- somehow we got talking about um, life after death or, you know, previous and past, future lives, and he said, mm. you know, the only way to have a future life is by leaving a legacy, and we can all have a future life by leaving yeah, a legacy. legacy. I mean, you've probably done that. You've probably ticked well, that box. Well, I've heard rumours that they're going to uh, dip me in bronze, and put me out on the middle groin with a with a solo shaved ice that turns colours of a night. Are you being serious? Yeah. 
I can see that. Yeah, and like I'd be a out statue. in the middle. Yeah, a statue of me like Wally, and uh, yeah. but like I'd be out there like hey billing it. Would you be uh, nude though? Because they, no. they'd, they'd want yeah, to not. Oh no, not history. nude. Oh no, not these days. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, not not not. Not, not to history. They're doing a modern version of a paper. Oh, modern, yeah, okay. Yeah. Little place to hang your towel. Yeah, you yeah, 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 like a towel. Towel look. So let's fast forward because you've had forty-eight years later. Like well done on that. Yeah, thank you. You must have. Was there ever a point? where you thought maybe this is what I am going to do for the rest of my life or are you still waiting for that? Yeah, I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. Well, like, I've got to start thinking about it soon because... Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm chasing 70 now. Like, no, I don't look like I'm 70. Oh, no, you don't. No, you look you like don't. 90. No. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so have you got... Let, let's... Um, Talk about getting. so there wasn't a, there's not a point where you've gone. This is what I'm going to do. It was just always day in day yeah, out. Yeah, look, look, and the whole of the same of the you know, like I started off in its infancy and then it grew up and matured, 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 and here it is today. Like, like, and what I've done in the business is just mind-boggling. So I've gone from oranges and then they've invented plastic and then I'm selling uh, orange juice and then I'm making salad rolls, putting them in glad bags, like before I used to have the, the uh, greaseproof paper mm-hmm. and everything and all this. And then Calypso invented the uh, plastic yes. cup. Yes. Uh, and then uh, they invented the styrene foam. Then uh, you know, carrying orange things and then all these boxes and cups and all sorts of things, you know, like over the years. And then when they were building Noosa, I was doing, I was doing all the workmen, like all over the uh, Noosa Sound. Oh, you were actually going beyond the beach and, and servicing? No, no, like, uh, no, like I'd, I'd go out of a morning and then I'd deliver, or sorry, I'd, I'd pick up all of the menus, mm-hmm. like around all the building sites, because I made this really nice oh. menu. And I left paper bags there. The same thing at school. You remember, you put your money in there and you yep. wrote on the bag what it was. And so that's what they do. But they'd give me the menu with the tick, tick, tick. Oh, very clever. They want. And so, so I went from there. So, like, I was doing that for years. So the modern iteration of Hay Bill right now, as I said at the top of the program, is a quad bike on the main beach at Noosa, two, with two carriages, selling yep. coffee, iced, uh, shaved ice, right. uh, water, soft drinks. drinks. Yeah. You got one on the hot days that goes along the foreshore sure. as well, up and down yeah. the beach. That's right. Uh, how long has that been? How long has that current version of the business been? Uh, that's about when we amalgamated. So we've been out. We've been amalgamated. Well, we're amalgamated. What's amalgamated, man? You mean well, council? Was, yeah, like that was right. the two councils combined. Um, yeah, probably the second one. Uh, Probably about six or seven years. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what have we learned, Bill, about people? Because you deal... I sat well, with you for four hours yesterday on that beach and, yeah. uh, you know, you, you just constantly interact. It's non-stop. And that was it's a relatively quiet day. day. Look, see, like, the amazing thing about working with the public and being in business and, like, like you, you know, you focus on them. Like, like I look them straight in the eye, you know, so, so well, what would you like? Uh, uh, like a lot of people look down and start looking up, you know, like particularly if they've got bikinis on, you know. So, um, <laughs> so like the next thing, uh, now where was I again? What do you learn about people? Oh, yes. Uh, customer service. It's customer a big service. one. I mean, we are being listened to by a lot of small business owners and people and customer service yeah. is yeah. a bit of a bugbear for many. Well... You seem to do it with a flair. With a flair. Well, I've always had talked to people doesn't matter how silly they are or whatever, 
uh, because I could learn something off them. And the other thing is is to always smile and and keep nodding my head, and that's what I've done all this time for all these years. And I feel I've been very successful. Mm-hmm. But it's people have come to you to be to be served, mm-hmm. you know, like and 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 they say, oh. Uh, I'd like this product, geez, that was good. And then their interaction with me to say that, oh, look, that's the best thing that I've ever had mm-hmm. is made it makes them want to, like, stay there longer and work harder, you know what I mean? So, and that um, is the thing about you, Bill, is you've been very consistent. Like, you are an iconic part of Noosa. A lot of people wouldn't know that. No. Um, but you are an iconic part of Noosa. But when I watch you now, you're as humble and interested and curious about the public as you were... 30 years ago. Um, So has there ever been a point where you realised that, hey, Bill, was a big deal and you perhaps got a little bit too big for your boots or have you just always...? Uh, No, no, that's a good question, actually, no. Like, have you ever ever felt the danger of it letting letting it get to your head a little bit? Because you you have become an iconic brand. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good question. No, like, I've never looked at it that way. Like, I've looked at it uh, as... Uh, just doing one step after another and, and, and sort of, uh, like, I seem to walk into these... Well, it's not a situation, but I walk into this timing of my life and everything goes well. Uh, like, I promote, uh, like, in my own way. I, I made probably Noosa famous back in the old days where I used to do all of the uh, promotional work for them, like I used to do all the TV, radio and... Uh, and, um, you were an ambassador before they had ambassadors. Goodness Goodness he, was an, he, was an, he was an influencer. He was an influencer. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Goodness me. Hey, listen, just going back to people, because I, I sat yeah. with you yesterday, and I'm interested in hand, how do you handle difficult customers? Because yesterday you had a difficult customer. Yeah. I won't say the nationality, but you had a, a large group of family, about seven of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They came up. The, 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 the order was $32.50. Yeah. You gave him 50 cents off. He's bit of a laugh, I no, suppose. No, $2.50. Well, in the end, he, he said, how about $2.50? $2.50. So you yeah. gave him 30 It was 30 It rounded it down to 30 bucks. Yeah. Pythagoras would have been shocked. Uh, <laughs> he would have been straight on the... Uh, so happy days. They go off. They're enjoying their yeah. shaved ices. Yeah. Then they come back and want syrup top up after syrup, syrup top up. Yeah, like they just want a little bit more for their money. More. Like, as I was saying to a, another learned colleague of mine there that was sitting down there with me uh, yesterday, Tim, was, yeah. man... They'd want, like, could you put more in the beer glass? You wouldn't get a pub go and drink half a beer and say, can you fill that up, (laughs) mate? Fill it up, yeah. Yeah, like, I just go, yeah, okay, you know, because, like, they have spent, like, $30. Well, actually, it was $32.50, and you get a free bottle of water, like a a tallie, and they had four four of the items that I give the water away with. So I said, oh, look, I'll give you two bottles of water. No, 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 like, we'll take one. So then it all, see, like... They they try and get you confused. Right. And you say, oh, hang on, no, did I? I didn't know. Well, did I add that up right? No, but everything's tickety-boo because they're as, they're as quick off the mark. That, that family was as that quick. Yeah, they were pretty they quick. They probably had a calculator in their pocket, <laughs> you know. And so every work they had all worked out tickety-boo. What, what, um, what's your view on? Is the customer always right or not? Well, yes. But you told me a story yesterday about where you refused to serve. Oh, yes, as being a sole trader, yes. Yeah. No, no, well, it wasn't to do with the fact that you're a sole trader. It was to do with the fact that, I can't remember, the, the little girl caused you a bit of pain. This, was, this wasn't yesterday, but you're telling me no, the story. No, no, about the Russians. I don't know what nationality yeah. they yeah, were. Yeah, they were, they were Russians, yeah. 
What happened there? Russian here, Russian there, Russian nowhere. <laughs> um, yeah, well, what happened there is I was, I was serving away and then uh, um, uh, the two young uh, uh, kids come up. They've ordered. I've, I've given them the product, which I, I take pride in. And um, and they took a mouthful, a couple of mouthfuls, sucked on a straw, and they said, oh, no, we don't want this, we want something else. I said, oh, OK. I said, well, who's going to pay for this? And they went, oh, I don't know. So I, I just topped it up and given it away to a couple of other kids. So the next thing you know, uh, they've uh, they've walked away. Health and like, occup- what is it? Health and hygiene, occupational health and safety. Yeah, yeah. yeah, keep going. So then, um, and then I looked over there, and they've gone over there and told uh, another member of the family, and then she's come back, and uh, uh, the older daughter's come back and says, "Oh, look, I'd like three of these and all that." And I said, oh, "I said, are they your family?" And she said, "Yes." And I said, "Oh, well, I'm not serving you either." And she went, "Oh." So then she's walked over and I've kept an eye on her because I've got all these other people there and I'm so serving away. And then Mum's come over and she's walked over and said, uh, I said, yes. And she said, oh, could I have five of these? I said, is that your family over there? And she <laughs> said, yes. And I said, well, I'm not serving you either. <laughs> and she looked at me like that. So then the next thing, uh, like in the afternoon, the council rang up and they go, oh, Billy, what have you done? Mate, we've got this... Cossack over here, he's dancing on the table, you know. <laughs> they complained to the council because you wouldn't serve them. Yeah. Wow. So, like, to cut a long story short, like, he put a discriminatory like case on me. So, um, so six weeks later, well, like, I was warned that he was going to do it. What, know, case, what case, sir? A discriminatory case. Yeah, right, because yeah. he was rushing on, you know, like, I'm yep. a first fleet or Australian, <laughs> and I'm not allowed to say anything, you know, I've got to zip my mouth up. Um, and uh, the next thing... Uh, this paperwork's arrived from the Department of you are Discrimination. You are oh, in trouble. I was in trouble. Jeez, I tell you what. Oh, I tell you what. So then I've read it all and went, hmm. So then I've rung up the gentleman on the bottom of the uh, uh, page there and uh, I've explained things to him. He said, oh, don't worry about it. And there you go. Yeah, and that was sorted. It. Yeah, all sorted. Hello out. to all you Russian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me a hard time. <laughs> Um, Bill, I want to ask you about uh, the time that you expanded the brand because it's an iconically Noosa brand um, and, you know, a lot of brands, when they become iconic in a certain area, successfully expand or franchise to other areas. You mm-hmm. made the decision that you were going to expand yeah. to Bondi. Yeah. Um, tell us about that and why you decided to well, extract. Well, it was... Um, well, I thought it would be a good thing... Um, to actually expand, then uh, as I did, uh, it was probably a, a mistake that I made because uh, uh, being so far away mm. and not knowing much about um, franchising and all this sort of stuff, I was trying to run the two businesses. And back in those days, to fly from Noosa to Sydney, you know, like you nearly had to go and rob a bank <coughs> and get up and down, yeah. you know, it was really expensive at the time. So, um, uh, that lasted for three years. What, what made you think it was a good idea? We, you had a bit of expansion. You thought, yeah. hey, I'm doing okay in Noosa. Maybe I could do. I could replicate yeah, yeah. this Bondi. down in yeah. Bondi, yeah. which is another yeah. you know classic Aussie beach. beach yeah. And so I, I, I just said, look, you now like I'll give it a go. And I went down there and I put the proposition towards the Waverley Council, uh, which no one had ever done before. And they said yes. And I went, oh, God. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, jeez, I better get me out together. So the next thing I know, I'm on Bondi for three years and uh, I could hardly wait to get out of there. What did you do, put a manager in or...? No, uh, no. like I actually had a couple of my girls that uh, were working up here with me and uh, and so we sat them up in Sydney, that, that, you know, like a Bondi, 
and uh, unfortunately, like they'd look out the window and see a cloud, and they wouldn't go there, and they'd look and all Bill's all like that, aren't they? Yeah, all, all sort of. You know, <laughs> hey, Amanda, can you ask Bill? Because I don't want to be the dirty bloke in the corner. Yeah, can you ask Bill about his employment policy, please. <laughs> I think, well, if you've ever been to Noosa and seen Hey Bill, you'd know that he has a specific type of uh, recruitment What would that be? Strategy, similar to Virgin Airlines, oh, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. if you get oh, my drift. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I so do. what... Uh, yeah, like a few of my girls, sorry, Amanda, like a few of my girls have gone to a, a Virgin. Have they? Yeah, Virgin Airlines. Would be an obvious stepping the... stone for maybe, them. Maybe it's a, yeah. career, you're a career move. You want, to work, you want to be cabin crew at Virgin Airlines, of which this do show in- is on, by the way. Ah, OK. Do your internship. Uh, do your internship with Bill. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Well, look... Uh, like it's funny you should say that because um, uh, a few years ago, well, yeah, quite a few years ago, well, when when the girls would leave, I'd I'd write them a, a um, resume, yeah, and and we call it the Haybill School of Life. <laughs> so the next thing, you know, uh, the phone rings one day, and it's a placement company for Virgin. Oh, Mr. Watson, Bill Watson. I said, yes. Oh, look, we've we've got a couple of your girls from Noosa down here, and they're doing quite well, and all this sort of stuff. And and um, and we're wondering uh, because they're all really trained well, like uh, like personalities and stuff. And I said, oh, yeah, well, okay. Oh, well, that's good news. And they said, yeah, look here on the, on the resume, it's, it said that they've uh, done their final uh, thing at uh, Haybill School of Life. I said, yeah. And they said, well, look, um, we were wondering if we could send some girls up. Oh, hello. Hello. I hello. Said, of course hello. you can. No, of course said, you can. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, I said yes, but look, unfortunately, the next couple of years, I'm completely booked out. Yeah, the curriculum's, you know, it's just... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's intense. Yeah. yeah, very intense. Yes. Very intense. Yeah. So, um... And you're a strict... Uh, yeah, very ...master, strict. headmaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was good, you, you know, like to use you're that. You're trying to figure out, Amanda, how to use the word spanking, but don't, no, because again, no, a family no, show. No, 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 no. Um, so, have you interrogated him enough about the employment policy? Yeah, well, the question I want to ask is, mm. you know, that a lot of business owners struggle with is... Does sex sell? Because you obviously employ very good-looking, <coughs> attractive sex... assistants yeah. who yeah. man the hay bill stand and work mm-hmm. with you. That's a well-known fact. Yeah. Do, does sex sell? Do you think it? Im- do you think it enhances the performance of the business? No. Oh, Bill. It's no, just for, it's just for no. his benefit. <laughs> No, no, truly, no, no, it doesn't. No. Can you look, look every listener in the eye and just I can, minute, no, I can look them all in the eye. But the thing is with it is, is that the girls get discovered. Oh, you're doing it for yeah, them. I didn't I'm doing realise it for them. that it was a charity. It's a community <laughs> service. It's a community service. Yeah, but, yeah, but most of the girls now are top models and they're... And they're flying Virgin. Yeah. Uh, one of them's in the opposition. I, I, Qantas. Uh, no, um, Emirates. Um, yeah, like the, and and like and Jody, like she she owns the uh, the Yamaha uh, racing team. Uh, like, oh God, this like they're all out. Well, there, like I, you're, it's a noble thing that you're doing, Bill. I didn't realise that you're employing beautiful women in bikinis Kinda. to serve your shaved eyes yep. as a way to help them with their career. Community well, service. That. Well, look, yeah, um, look yeah. I must say, I I supplied them with shirts. Oh, not dirty ones. Yeah, uh, shirts, sunscreen. They've got to supply their own glasses. Like, like we can go to the fashion shop and get hats. Yep, but it's a waste of time. Why don't you have uniforms? 
Well, they are the uniform. Oh, well, you got it. Yeah, you yeah. have long sleeve T-shirt. Yeah, yeah yes. like a long sleeve, and then she and the girls like. But the girls, sort of like... I, every time I've seen the girls this couple, like, past couple of weeks, yeah. they none of them have. They've either had a bikini on or something, not a uniform, not that. No. Not and that you're type. interested in that, Timbo? Is that why you've been back several times oh, throughout I, look, the day just to check that they're still wearing the bikini? I, I have interviewed yeah. uh, a lady who owns a, a uniform company called uh, Cargo Crew. So I have a particular interest in corporate mm-hmm. uniforms as a strategy mm-hmm. uh, in marketing that, Amanda. Yeah. I don't know why you have that wry smile on your face. No, but just, just uh... that you, you know that they're always wearing bikinis because you must go back several times a day just to double-check that. <laughs> so, Bill, uh, the Hey Bill business. <laughs> Tell me about uh, embedding yourself, because you, uh, embedding yourself in the local community. A lot of businesses, and I think a lot of retail, a lot of local businesses don't do this very well, uh, and yet it's such a good marketing strategy. If you're a local business, why you wouldn't? Now, you've got you to gotta run up start because of the nature of your business. You're kind of yep. right there amongst the community. Sure. What yep. else do you do to be community-minded and, and get the name out there? Well, uh, when I, in my younger days, I was, uh, I was doing more like as promotions. Uh, then um, I'd, I'd be giving away like holidays or... Uh, um, or prizes and really? I, used, I used to be Captain Noosa and they used to join the Captain Noosa Club and and like they'd win T-shirts and they win trips up the beach. Uh, look, it's, it's a, who's they? Well, the customers. The customers. Yeah, well, but the, they're transient. They're coming and going. They're tourists. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're coming suppose, and going. Is, all, is all there time. any benefit in you? You know, I don't know, being on the local chamber of commerce or oh. doing anything that kind of embeds you locally or not? No, I'm just in the Hastings Street Association because that's sort of down on my little right. patch there. So, like, I, I um, now like I barrack for all of the other uh, association, but I, I like to look after my little patch, mm-hmm. uh, like which is only 750 metres long, which is the main street, uh, and um, and we seem to be doing fine, and that's where I concentrate. On what I'm actually uh, promoting, like I'm promoting myself. Um, yeah, if anybody's got a product, you now they can wake it up there for a couple of days or whatever the case. Yeah. Right. What about competition? Anyone tried to come along and knock you off? Competition? No. No. No one? No. No one come along. Why? Look, I'm look. I'm so happy uh, that somebody wants to have a go, and mainly it's I tell you who always has a go every year. Uh, the um, uh, the Jewish soldiers that have finished their two years uh, combat training in Israel. Right. Well, they, this is very specific, Bill. Yeah, Keep going. Because they come out, they they can go to New Zealand, Australia or America. Right. Okay. So so a lot of them choose to come here and then they're down the beach. Ah, we'll make some money. We'll go and buy some poppers and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, fine. But as long as you work behind me and you're not working in front of me because people think that... Mm-hmm. They're a part of my business. Oh yes. Yeah, you know, by going along selling things in front. But I say, look, you can come down as often as you like, but work behind. Don't come. So in when you see a Jewish soldier, soldier who's just come out of two years of combat training, do you get nervous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Sorry. no, they're lucky to be out. Lucky to be out. Correct. Correct. Stay out of the yeah. sun, kids. Stay out yeah, of the sun. Stay yes. out of the sun. So yeah, so like nothing really. Yeah, like affects me down there. Really, like if somebody comes along, the only thing that uh, irritates me is is that when we have a local event and they bring people from out of town, that's my only pet hate. What do you mean? Like well, who are they bring out of town? Well, just say, you know, like they have the, well, like the food and wine's okay and mm-hmm. all that. But we'll just say the triathlon okay over the last thirty odd years. Is I've 
haven't been able to get in there. No, they won't let me in. Yeah, like, okay. So now they've, I'm, like, I'm on the beach now. They've changed the goalpost, so they're all swimming from the water, uh, from the beach now. And now I can't get in there. And now they come over there and, and say, well, you've got to move, Billy. Mm-hmm. So this has been going on for years. And probably increasingly so as Noosa is now a, you know, there's something going on nearly every weekend. It's not just the triathlon and the food and wine festival now. It's the surfing. It's surfing. It's something else. And I tried to register a name called the non-event weekend. (laughs) (laughs) To no avail, I can tell you. There wasn't one day that we could not do anything. Mm. But no, surely, surely an event. I mean, Noosa is certainly. I mean, it's one of the key holiday destinations in Australia. Mm. There is something mm. on every week. That's got to be good for your business. No, How? no, it's the worst thing in the world because the real people <coughs> that want to come here for the day or the weekend or stay away. The week, they all stay uh, away because you've got everybody running around and like receipts and running up and down the street and all that sort of stuff. Triathletes you know, don't eat shaved ice with, uh, with syrup. syrup. With syrup on it, yeah. yeah. It's not you know, but they do go and eat plenty of carb up. Well, speaking of that, your product mix changed over the years. You've gone from the 88s in the early days right through to these days. you just got shaved ice, cans yeah. of drink and coffee. Yeah. Uh, how do you... What thought do you put into what... You could be selling because I forgive you an example. I mean, a lot of young private school girls on Noosa Main Beach haven't noticed any event. I just like just yeah, look yeah, at the just, demographic yeah, yeah. Just profile in the, the council reports. puts out. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, they would be into protein balls and you know um, what are all these other asahi balls? Asahi yeah, balls. Yeah, yeah. You haven't got any of that. No, no, no. I just leave that to the people that know how to do it. Right. Stick to uh, stick to what you're good at. Yeah, yeah. What are you really, really good at, Bill? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking yeah. Talk and being happy. Waking up every day. That's what I... <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I don't, I don't want to do anything Love else. That. Talking, like, being happy and waking, waking up, up every day. day. That's yeah, on the marketing yeah, plan. And, and also, I mean, you talk about helpful marketing, yes. Timbo. The thing about Bill is that people he you know people are drawn like a magnet to him even if they don't yes. realize how iconic he is he's always helping out with information tips tricks yes. yeah. you know sharing his knowledge and extensive yeah. understanding of Noosa with customers mm-hmm. and i That's think right. that that is a passion and a level of energy that has not wavered or certainly i haven't seen waver in you know 30 something years um nice and I think that that's, that's part of the, the magic of your business is that even at the end of the day what you're really selling is shaved ice yeah. with some syrup on it. Yeah. The people, the reason people come to you, the reason they come back and the reason that you, they, you have such a huge, you know, following and fan base is that, hey, that Hey Bill guy was just a really nice, nice helpful guy. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a nice way to finish. Bill, any last words? Look, everybody out there that I'm talking to today, uh, look, I... I hope you can really understand this, and I hope it goes into many languages. But, <laughs> but um, look, I, I, I want to really thank everybody oh, uh, out there. And, and uh, this is not a farewell speech. I'm just trying. No, to, no, just no. Just trying to close the interview, mate. Yeah, just close it up. And look, and I hope I see all of the people that I'm talking to at some stage of their lives. And uh, come on back to Noosa, and I'll be glad to see you here. Come to Noosa and say say hi to Hey Bill. Yeah, come and say Hey Bill. Hey Bill, thank you. Well, there you go, team. Hey, Bill's Bill Watson from Noosa Main Beach. What a character. 
Now, I, along with my co-host Amanda, are going to share our top three attention grabbers from that chat with Bill, thanks to American Express. So I'm going to hand over to Steve-O, or I should say Amanda, <laughs> top three attention grabbers. What grabbed your attention? Um, for me, apart from it was a pretty <laughs> out there interview, it's probably the most the craziest one yet. Um, probably stay out of the sun would be my number one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink vodka oranges and oh, stay out of the sun. Wear crazy. a hat. Crazy. <laughs> um, I mean, I think in all of that craziness, one of the lessons was um, be willing to diversify and change your business model. I mean, he's he's tried a lot of different yeah. things over the years and he's at a point now at 48 years in that he's just focused on th- really three key yeah. things, shaved ice, bottled water and coffee and doing really well. He's a, a sustainable business um, just with three items. So I think the lesson there is focus in on yes. what you know you're good at and what works. Yeah. And in fact, uh, talking to him yesterday, he was even thinking about getting rid of the coffee, just really drilling down. I mean, Hot day, shaved ice or a cold water, that's all you want. Uh, attention grab at number two. For me, it was just his positive approach. Now, you could easily say, well, it's all right for him to be positive. He's on the most beautiful beach in Australia with the most beautiful view and he's just out in the sun the whole time. But And, and that would have a lot to do with it. But he has got a very positive nature about him. He loves what he does and therefore keeps doing it. And he's consistent and he is. I mean, I know this because I've known him for, you know, all my life. Yes. Um, he, I, I should have said up front, actually, you're a Noosa native. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up with Hey Bill and even then, even back then um, in the 80s, he was iconic. Wow. Uh, you know, he's been iconic a really long time and I think that was the interesting part for me was chatting to him. It would be very easy for him to get a big head because he is such yes. an iconic brand and you talk to him, he's just as humble and friendly and helpful as he was 35 years ago. Incredibly that, incredibly so. Did you ever have a chance to be a Hey Bill girl when I you didn't. came of age? I didn't. I don't know why. Um, I just I don't think I ever had the opportunity or asked him, but, um, but yeah. Attention grab at number three. Attention grabber number three. Um, <laughs> You've had attention grabbers. You've got nothing. I've got nothing. I, I think, um, again, his approach, he said customer's always right, and I kind of challenged him on that. I think he I maybe said that. He said that out of politeness. But seeing him yesterday and hearing a couple of stories he's told, I don't think the customer is always right with Bill, and he sort of stands his ground a bit. So, oh, definitely. I, I think definitely. What do you think? You're a marketing chick. You've been in retail for a long time and all that stuff. What do you think about that whole notion of the customer's always right? I think the customer, if you are f- customer focused in your business um, and you're clear on what you stand for, what you offer and what you deliver is value, then mm-hmm. I think there are scenarios where you need to say, no, I'm perhaps not the right business for you. And I, uh, the, the story that he, you know, yeah. the example he gave was great. The other one for me, my third one would have to be, you know, him expanding into Bondi and then retracting yes. and actually knowing when to call it. Call and he it. gave it a good go. You, you, I mean, on paper that looked like a really smart move given that he got the... The biggest he, tourist beach in the world. Exactly. Yeah, in Australia. If you can make it work in Noosa, why wouldn't you make it work in mm. Bondi? And he got the permit. You know, that all lined up for him. And it, obviously he made a decision that po- was probably a lifestyle decision for him. I can imagine that the hay bill business in Bondi was probably okay financially, but for him it was spreading himself too thin and yeah. he's ultimately happier and more profitable just being Hey Bill Noosa. One thing he did tell me yesterday, he didn't mention this today in the interview today, was that the, the clientele in Bondi, Bondi were a lot harder work. Mm. So, again, he's made a decision based on, you know, 
he doesn't need to build an empire. He wants to be happy. And he doesn't want to work with people who are, you know, miserable or making it hard for him. So, well, that's what grabbed our attention, everyone. If you would like to share what grabbed yours, you can head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 427. But right now, let's see what this button does. Come on down. It's Timbo's Monster Prize Draw. Oh, yes, indeedly, doodly. It's time to reward a motivated listener for taking some swift marketing action. To enter, it's really simple. You send me an email, tim at timreed.com.au, telling me one idea you've implemented from listening to this show and what impact it's had on your business. Keep it simple, but I'm really keen to understand the impact the idea's had. If I read it out on air, you'll receive a prize or three and go into the draw to win a hot lap in a racing Porsche with past guest and racing car legend Steve Richards, and that's valued at two and a half grand. And I'll announce the winner of the best email I receive later this year. Okay, today's winner is Shelby Honberg from Bohemian Bucket Hats, and she says, "Hey Timbo, hey Shelby, massive fan of the show." I'm in the process of starting my own brand called Bohemian Bucket Hats. I had set up an Instagram page over a year ago to see what images gained likes and were worth basing my hats on. After listening to your show on Grace the Vintage Ice Cream Truck, that was a good one, with Scott Kilmartin, I set up a landing page for my hats to gain a waiting list for when I launch later in the year. A fantastic idea and it solved the problem of not wanting to start paying for a website as I still don't have a physical product as of yet. Cheers, Shelby. That's a great idea. I went across to the landing page. Really simple. It just says, coming soon. Sign up so you don't miss out. Launching just in time for summer. Bohemian bucket hats guaranteed to be the latest trend to hit your heads. And um, she's just asking for an email address in return for VIP details and discounts. Really, really simple. Didn't have a website to go straight up, so getting a cheap landing page. And I noticed um, it, she's probably done it for free using MailChimp, so incredibly clever. Well done, Shelby. You have won, as a result of that, a pass to the Amex Lounge at the Sydney or Melbourne International Airport. That's valued at 33 bucks. A Carmen's Muesli pack, that's valued at 60 bucks, And a backlink on the Small Business Big Marketing website, which I think, yeah, we'll call that priceless. Well, that's it for another week of the Monster Prize Draw. Be sure to send me your entry to tim at timreed.com.au. Righto, I think it's time for this week's advertising jingle of the week. This one I remember as a little kid growing up, seeing it on the black and white telly. It dates back all the way to 1974, and it's a TV ad and jingle for the cleaning spray, Mr Sheen. Where does all this dust come from? That's a job for Mr Sheen. Oh, Mr Sheen, oh, Mr Sheen. Two days a day to make the house all clean. From the table to the chair, and woodwork everywhere. Wax and polish as you dust with Mr Sheen. Ooh, what a sparkle. Oh, what a sheen. 
protects the fridge and saves your new machine. Finger marks around the door. Venetian blinds, what's more? Wax and polish as you dust with Mr. Sheen. Wax and polish as you dust with Mr. Sheen. Then there's the phone. And all the chrome. Even laminates come sparkling clean. Or an instant mirror sheen to everything you clean. Wax and polish as you dust with Mr. Sheen. Wax and polish as you dust with Mr. Sheen. Oh, I love that. I love how jingles sort of take you way back. I don't know about you, but it's a lost art, the old jingle. That's why I love this segment so much. And that one in particular, in fact, all of them that I've played over the last few weeks have um, always taken me back to a time... A better time, a better place, if you know what I mean. You can watch that uh, ad, the whole ad, over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 427. Well, that almost wraps up another episode of your favourite award-winning marketing podcast at the Small Business Big Marketing Show. If you're new to the show, you'll find my entire back catalogue of interviews over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com along with a free transcription of almost every one of those interviews so you can print it out and scribble all over over it with your notes and ideas. I'd love to hear from you. You can hit the contact button over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com where we can uh, interact, connect on social media. Maybe you've got someone you'd like me to interview. And I hope you can make it to the American Express Ideas Exchange in Melbourne or Sydney. I'd really love to meet you. So grab your free seat if you're an American Express card holder over at business.americanexpress.com.au forward slash idea exchange. If you love the Small Business Big Marketing Show, why wouldn't you, hey? Then let another business owner know. Just grab their phone, open up the podcast app, look for Small Business Big Marketing, hit subscribe, hand the phone back to them. Do that 10 times a week. Love you forever. Until next week, I'm Timbo Reid. Thanks for tuning in. May your marketing be the absolute best marketing. Bye for now.